My name is Andranik Eskandarian, and you are listening to Tim Melly Talk. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Tim Melly Talk. I'm your host, Artif Tahari. Glad you all can join us. And for this edition of Tim Melly Talk, we will be recapping Iran's latest World Cup qualifier against Iraq. But for this edition, I am joined by Adel Askarian and Navid Karimi of TIFA, the International Football Agency. And this, we're actually announcing our partnership between Team Amelie Talk and TIFA. First off, guys, great to have you back on the pod. I'm really excited about our partnership. How are we doing today? Feeling good. Thanks so much for having us once again. And same over here. We're feeling good, and we're looking forward to the partnership, and thank you for having us on this podcast. And one other thing, before we begin, yes, guys, glad you could be here. I'm excited as well. And one other thing before we begin, for the first time ever on Tiameli Talk, we will be having analysis being provided in Farsi by Navid Karimi. Uh, Navid, I appreciate what you are what you are wanting to do. How about you provide a quick translation of what we just of what what's been talked about real quickly? Uh, yes, thank you. I will try to give a quick translation. Ishanamandagon, khushmadin ba avalin kari ke. تیم ملی تالک با شرکت تیفا دی انترنشنال فوتبال ایجنسی داره انجام میده برای اولین بار ما درباره بازی آخرین بازی ایران میخوایم صحبت بکنیم که با عراق اتفاق افتاد و از این به بعد این کار رو ما بیشتر قرار انجام بدیم به خاطر اینکه این شرکت تیم ملی تالک با شرکت تیفا با هم قرار گذاشتن که این کار رو بیشتر انجام بدن اوکی ثانک یو مرسی خیلی ممنون Okay, and as we are getting ready to start, first, let's go back to, let's correct some things. You know, when I, when I welcomed you guys on the pod, you know, said you guys are feeling good. Well, let's be, let's be a little realistic. You know, let's not sugarcoat things. Obviously, we can't be feeling that great considering what happened to Iran, that 2-1 loss to Iraq in Amman. Iran now finds themselves with six points after four games, two wins and two losses. Bahrain with eight, Iraq currently with ten. This is obviously not an ideal situation, but we got to get right down to things we got to talk about. So the first thing I want to mention, this will be for you, Adel. You know, I remember a previous time I spoke to you, you talked about Team Meli and in particular head coach Mark Wilmots needing to select more young players. And in that game against Iraq, Masoud Shojai started, I mean, and eventually he got two yellow cards and was sent off. And from my point of view, all I could say is that I feel that Masoudi Shojai has no business playing for Team Meli. I mean, from your from your point of view, I mean, what is the problem with Mark Wilmots and like and why select Masoudi Shojai to play in such a big match and you know and start at as a as an attacking midfielder? Let me first of all say I I, I didn't hope I was right right in the sense that if I was right then it wasn't good for the for the Team Meli. But unfortunately, it happened, and and he played a crucial part, a, a negative crucial part, unfortunately, in the game. Coming back to your question, like like why doesn't why does Mark Wilmot uh, select someone like Masoud? I believe it the fact that he's trying to hang on to, uh, in his pers- perspective, something that brings stability. Uh, he's trying to hang on to what he calls experience but during this game uh, from what I saw especially the second uh, yellow card 
someone with with true experience wouldn't have done this. I mean, you, you could argue that maybe it was too harsh for him to to get, especially a second yellow card. But then again, someone with 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 his experience and with his quality uh, shouldn't have done something like this. Uh, with that being said, uh, getting back to what I previously uh, mentioned, look, I, I I truly believe that uh, for whatever coach at whatever team to be bold and 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 select new young players uh you need to be very bold to to do something like like that uh because if if this was a young player which would have done this mistake the media would have been outrageous against the coach right like yeah this is what happens if you select young players and uh, he shouldn't have done it, and he should have stick to the old players because we had stability. So yeah, unfortunately, it did happen, and I really believe that that Mark Wilmers again, he's not there only for this team. He's there for the Iranian team, and he really should look towards the future and 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 make a bold uh, uh, statement and 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 move uh, in the sense of selecting new young players and work towards the future. سوال از عادل این بودش که خب قبلا هم در مورد مسعود شجاعی صحبت کردید و نظرش چیه که بازی مسعود شجاعی تا حدودی خیلی خیلی مهم بود برای بازی بازی بدی که ایشون انجام داد نظرش چیه در این مورد عادل جان جواب داد که مثل اینکه قبلا صحبت کردیم در مورد این موضوع یک خب ما خیلی خوشحال نیستیم که حرفی که قبلا زده بودیم در مورد مسئول شجاعی و به نظر ما جایی برای ایشون تو تیم ملی نباید باشه با اینکه بازیکن خیلی بزرگی هستش و برای تیم ملی خیلی زحمت کشیده قبلا هم در مورد صحبت شده بود که باید ما برای جام جهانی بعدی بازیکنایی رو بیاریم تو بازی که در جام جهانی بعدی حضور پیدا میکنن اگر ما به سند مسئول شجاعی نگاه بکنیم خب این خورده سخت میشه برای جام جهانی بعدی بعد این توضیح دادش که خب هر مربی تو هر جایی که میره خب کار مربیگری رو انجام میده خیلی سخته که این تصمیم خیلی سخت رو بگیره که بازیکنهای جوان رو جایگزین بکنه برای این بازیکنان پیر رو جایگزین بکنه با با بازیکنان جوان چون اگه ما بخوایم مقایسه بکنیم اگر این اشتباه مسعود شجاعی رو که با کارهایی که ایشون قبلا انجام داده با سنی که ایشون داره خب کسی انتظار نداشت از ایشون که بخواد همچین کاری رو انجام بده که کارت دوم زردشو بگیره برای همین والکوین موتس فقط برای این تیم به ایران نیومده برای فوتبال ایران به ایران اومده و باید فقط به فکر امروز نباشه و آینده نگری بکنه و یه تیمی بسازه که نه فقط الان و نه فقط جام جهانی بعدی اما تا جام جهانی های بعدی هم بتونن این کار رو انجام بدن and moving continuing on from what Adel just said and of course thank you Navid for the translation in Farsi is that From my point of view, all I could say is I understand where someone could say that they wanted to go with experience, wanted some kind of continuity. But at the at the end of the day, from from what I want to say is that at the end of the day, you need to put the the best players 
on the field who are ready to play and that you know they're ready to play. I mean, there is. I understand sometimes you might be a little hesitant. You know, you don't want to throw a whole young team out there with no experience. But there's, but there's plenty of experience available. And this, in my opinion, this is where Mark Wilmot's made a huge mistake by starting Masuda Shojai. And you know, we saw when we saw how things went. And there's, there's, we know there's a lot more to talk about, and we will get to that. But like I said, from my point of view, the best players need to be put on the pitch, and you just cannot be. Stuck with putting a player who's you know already past his prime. خب به نظر ما مارفیل موت باید بازیکنایی انتخاب بکنه که در اون لحظه بجز بهتری بازیکنای ایران هستن و این میتونه حتی به بازی هفته قبلش هم رفت داشته باشه و ما نباید فقط به خاطر اینکه خب یک بازیکن تجربه ای داره و سن بالایی داره و میتونه ما رو با تجربهش خیلی کمک بکنه فقط به خاطر همین نباید یک بازیکن رو فیکس از لحظه اول بزنیم بازی بکنه ما بعد مارک بیلموت بعد این انتخابو میکرد که بهترین بازیکن راشو بذاره بازی بکنه مخصوصا تو همچین مسابقه خیلی مهم با عراق Okay now for the next question this one is actually going to you Navid you know when i look back at that game and i feel like there was just no strategy from team LA. i mean and you know i was act- and, you know i was actually you know doing play by play on you know on twitter audio and I found myself saying that I was getting really frustrated. I mean, it just felt like there was the long balls and there was just no kind of strategy or tactics. I mean, it was it was it was really bad to watch. And, you know, seeing as how you and Adele coming from TIFA, the International Football Agency, clearly you both understand the importance of technique and strategy and a football philosophy. So from your point of view, what did you see You know, on what did you see from that game? I mean, what was what was TMLE trying to do? Was it just hope for something good to happen by clearing by clearing the ball? Well, that's a good question. I think uh, if you ask Mark Wilmot the same question, uh, he can't give you a clear answer on this because, in my opinion, Mark Wilmot didn't even know what TMLE is doing. Uh, if you look at the game, uh, if we if you look at the last game, uh, we see that the Iraq. got off to a flying start from the first minutes and what we basically saw in the first 20 minutes is that uh, uh, yeah Team Melly was trying to to clear uh, all those uh, all those situations and that has, yeah that had been yeah, had been uh, had been had been done those harms uh, those attacks from yeah from Iraq and basically what we saw is that there was a lot of panic at the center back And basically, what Team Melly just did to I don't know 20-25 minutes was they just played the long ball and they just hope for Osmond to do something out there by himself. There was also no help from the midfield to the attackers. Uh, so it was really, really a bad, a bad start. After that, uh, after they conceded the goal, uh, we saw Team Melly tried to. To attack more, and they used space um, on the outside of the pitch. Uh, they used it better, not good, but they used it better, and that also led to to the one-one. And we have to be honest about that. It was a good attack uh, by Team Ali, but it was also a bit of luck. And after that, yeah, you could say that Team Ali. Could have done more uh, from the 25th minute to the 45th, uh, yeah, to the 45th minute, uh, but they didn't. 
and uh, I, 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 I hoped that uh, Tinelli could do something more uh, in second half, but uh, in the second half it just got worse. Uh, all they did was they cleared the ball and they just played the long ball and, and basically what they did, they tried to defend the 1-1, uh, which is not uh, something that Iran um, has to do, especially in those Asian games. Um, so if we come back to it, there was no build-up play, there was no, there was no strategy, um, they just played the long ball, and even the long ball was not played uh, yeah, correctly. Um, so I think Mark Wilmots didn't have a good strategy or didn't have a strategy at all uh, for this game, and that is, uh, it's bad to say, but it was really a disgrace, yeah. Well, you used some big words there involving, you used the word disgrace, and I have to agree with you 100% because, you know, I feel like we just saw a team Meli that did not know what they were doing. It was very frustrating, and, you know, we'll get to our next questions in a moment, but, of course, let's uh, hear um, the analysis in Farsi as well. Um, مسابقه را لحظه اول نگاه بکنیم خب چند دقیقه اول عراقی ها خیلی بازی رو خوب شروع کردن و با حمله خیلی زیادی رو به گل ایران بازی رو شروع کردن و خیلی زود تونستن به اون گل اول برسن بعد از گل دیدیم که تیم ملی شروع کرد بازی رو یه خورده به دستش گرفت شروع کرد به حمله کردن قبل از اون علاوه که اون گلی که خوردن زیاد حمله انجام نشد از طریق تیم ملی بعد از اون گل خب یه خورده حمله بیشتر کردن که خب طبیعتا به یک یک رسیدن به اون گلی که تیم ملی زد به اما اگر بخوایم بعد از اون رو نگاه بکنیم هیچ تاکتیکی پشت بازی تیم ملی نبود نتونستن از تو دفاع حمله رو شروع بکنن و احساس میکردیم که تیم ملی تا زمانی که توپ میاد دستشون فقط خب پاس بلند میدم به طرف آزمون و حتی هافبکامون قابلیت اینو نداشتن یا نتونستن یا نخواستن ما نمیدونیم که مارک بیلموس خب چی میخواست بازی کناشون اما این اتفاق نیفتاد که حتی هافبکا زمانی که توپ بلند رو میشستن برای آزمون بتونن اون 20-25 متر رو خب بدوان که بتونن آزمون رو کمک بکنن چون خیلی خب برای آزمون سخت بود وقتی یک نفر داره سه تا چهار تا دفاعی عراقی اونجا بودن که آزمون فقط هم هم خیلی سخت بود و بازی خیلی بدی بود از طرف ایران Excellent, merci once again, thank you Navid and let's see, moving on now a bit and of course, Adele, let me just say we're not trying to you know, block you out, man. I know there's been a few minutes of you not saying much, but hey, of course, this one going right to you, to both you guys, actually. And this is something that's, of course, going all over social media. <clears throat> Excuse me. And this, of course, involving certain hashtags as well. But let me just get right to it. What is the solution right now for Team Meli? I mean, we know the next qualifiers for Iran are not going to be played until March. You know, in March, they're going to play against um, Hong Kong at Azadi Stadium. I believe that's on the 26th of March. But... Solution-wise, and I've been saying it over and over. I'm, you know, very, very irritated. Obviously, I actually, yeah, there's better words to choose. But is the best is the best solution right now to fire Mark Wilmots after these two losses to Bahrain and Iraq? Of course, this one's for you, Adele. I mean, I, I believe I said it before that I'm not a 
big supporter of uh, instability, right? So firing the coach now uh, will only bring chaos and uh, instability. So, and also, you know, like if if we want goes, then then who should replace him, right? So, what I would do now, uh, uh, getting back on obviously what I said about the youth. So that's what uh, try to invest. Second is what, what also Navi mentioned, the fact that there really wasn't a philosophy behind the game against Iraq. So maybe they can use this time frame. You know, we, we talked about, uh, let's say, one, two, three, almost three months, right? Uh, maybe they can use this time frame to get together more often and, and, and really decide philosophy on the structure so upcoming March they are more prepared and let's say more a team than, than what they are now so these are things I, I would do so one is not buy a mark give them another shot you know or, or maybe his final shot uh, invest in the youth and, and, and take this time to really develop and have us have a philosophy in the in the team and that with with all that being said hopefully in in, in march we'll, we'll have some better results okay so like adele said fan of stability perhaps you know giving wilmots another shot you know taking the time to you know have a better preparation okay let's have navid provide the analysis the translation first in farsi سوالی بودش که به نظر ما الان بعد چه اتفاقی افتاده برای تیم ملی آیا بعد مارک فیلموت سازش خداحافظی بکنیم و با تیم ملی بریم دنبال یک مربی جدید خب جواب این بودش که برای تیم ملی الان شاید شرایط خیلی خوبی نباشه اما اینکه بخوایم مارک فیلموت الان ازش خداحافظی بکنیم بخوایم نگاه بکنیم بازی جدید بازی بعدی ایران با هنگ کنگ تقریبا سه ماه تا چهار ماه دیگه هستش شاید خیلی کار خوبی نباشه برای تیم ملی و ایجاد انرژی خوبی برای تیم ملی نباشه که بتونن اون بازی هم کنگرات نقدر با نتیجه خیلی خوب به پایان برسونن اما به نظر آدل جان گفتش که باید با بازی کنان جوان تری ما به با بازی هم کنگ شروع بکنیم که بتونیم انرژی اونا استفاده بکنیم تو بازی Okay, now, Navi, next question, you know, I mean, actually, the same question is going to you now. Do you believe Mark Wilmot should be fired for the current state that Team Meli is in? Well, basically, I'm also a fan of stability, so I partly agree with Adele uh, when he speaks about the fact that it's not really a good a good decision to fire Mark Wilmot at this moment, uh, because mostly when you look at the clubs, when they fire the club, when they fire the coach, They had some good results, uh, but it's also for a quick, uh, for a short time frame, for like two or three weeks. Same thing we saw uh, at Manchester United uh, last year when they fired Mourinho. Uh, you saw that Manchester United played two or three great games uh, under uh, Oleguna Solskjaer, but after that, uh, they just uh, yeah, they just played the same football as they played uh, under Mourinho. So coming back to Team Meli, I'm agreeing with. With Adele, maybe it's not it's not good for the stability of the team to fire him. Uh, but as a team Melly fan, it's 
breaks my heart to see them the way they play. So if I have to be honest about that, maybe maybe I would fire him. And in my opinion, maybe um, Hashemi uh, would be a a, a good uh, a good uh, a good person to to do at least the yeah the, the next game against Hong Kong. And after that, we can look if if the results are good. He can stay along after, and, and if not, I think uh, unfortunately our it will be really yeah. I think it will be very difficult to go to World Cup uh, if the next game is also not good. So so wrapping it up, I think I agree with Adel. It's good for stability to let Mark Wilmot stay. But if I look at the games Team Emily played under him his supervision there is no there is no growth in it uh, yeah they played a good game against Cambodia but to be honest uh, this is the game that uh, it all uh, yeah is really is really important and we lost it and we lost it in a in a bad way so I would fire him and uh, I would uh, I would look to I, look, I, yeah, I would look for a, a domestic coach Okay, love that you mentioned one of the possibilities would be Vahid Hashemian, of course, a legendary Tiameli player. Of course, we'll have to, that's a, we'll, we'll, we'll examine that as well, possibly another podcast, or I will be analyzing that as well in an upcoming YouTube video. Um, and of course, Navid, I know you're not, I know you've been working hard today. Really, really do appreciate it. All of us do. Thank you so much. And from my point of view, I've already made my decision on what I think needs to be done. And of course, I'm sure. You cannot be surprised by it, but from my point of view, I just say fire Mark, fire Mark Wilmots. He has shown from these last two games that he is not competent or capable of handling this job, and that's where I'm going to stand with my with my opinion. Of course, and it's not going to change for me, that's for sure. So, if you can go ahead and sum up what you said, uh, Navid and Farsi, and and of course what I said as well, and you know, would love to hear the phrase, you know, fire Wilmots and Farsi. So here we go. سوال این بودش که خب منم این سوال بودش که مارک ویلمونت آیا باید ازش خدافزی بکنیم تو تیم ملی خب منم عقیدم اینه که وقتی ما از یک مربی خدافزی میکنیم تو بیشتر تیمای دنیا ما میبینیم برای چند هفته اون تیم شروع میکنه به بهتر بازی کردن ما بعد از این چند هفته باز برمیگردن به اون روتینی که زیر مربی قبلی بازیشون اتفاق میفته برمیگردن به همون روتین و زیاد توی نتیجه بازی فرقی نمیکنه اگر بخوایم مدراز مدرکش نگاه بکنید بعد خب به نظر من مارک ویلموت شانسی که داشته رو ازش استفاده نکرده و بهتره به نظر من ازش خدافزی بکنیم و تو این سه تا چهار ماه بتونیم شاید شاید وعید آشمیان یک گزینه خوبی باشه برای اینکه بتونه مربی تیم ملی باشه حداقل برای بازی کنه هنگ کنگ و بازی هنگ کنگ و بعد از اون بتونیم نگاه بکنیم که برای آینده چه تصمیمی میشه گرفت اما شاید برای تیم ملی یک مربی ایرانی در این لحظه بیشتر کمکش بکنه خب آدم همین رو میگفتش که به نظر اون که اصلا بعد واقعا خدافزی بکنیم از مالفید موتس به خاطر اینکه خب شانسش گرفته و ازش استفاده نکرده و شاید هم وعیده هاشمیان بتونه گزینه خوبی باشه که توی پودکاست جدید در موردش صحبت میکنیم و خیلی دوست داشتیم من به فارسی بگم که مارک ویلموت دوست داریم اخراجش بکنیم 
Okay, so moving on a bit. Now that we've gotten to the questions we wanted to, now that we took care of the questions that I wanted to ask, we also have some questions from our viewers, and I really just want to thank everyone for the support. Now, the first one, while we're on the topic of head coach, our first question coming from one of our uh, listeners on our Facebook radio audience. This is from Arman Samadi. His question, how about Yahya Golmohamadi for coach of Team Ali? And as we know right now, Golmohamadi is head coach of Shar Khodro, a team based in Mashhad, currently on top of the Persian Gulf Pro League. So I'm going to take this one straight to you, Adele. What do you think about the idea of Yahya Golmohamadi as a candidate to be the next head coach of Team Ali? Well, I believe, first of all, what, what he's doing right now is, is very impressive. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's quite amazing. So I, I, I understand the question uh, or, or the hint, maybe. But for me, again, grasping back to investing in youth, I believe we should have a coach that understands the philosophy of working towards a strategy, towards a strong philosophy by making use of youth players. So looking at that, I rather have, uh, uh, and obviously not because we, we are Dutch, but really the, the Dutch have, let's say, one of the best youth system in, in the world. So most Dutch coaches, they understand this. So a Dutch coach will definitely be ideal if not other i would say european coaches who embrace the potential of youth and are willing to spend time to really develop the the the, the football uh in the country of iran okay how about navid with um some translation and also Navi, this question can go just for you as well. You know, what's your opinion on Yahya Golmohamadi for being a possible head coach of Team MLE? Uh, well, I will give you first a translation of what Adel said. Adel goes to say, "Khub, avval ma baat kabul bokanim ki kare keshun dar anjam mide Yahya Golmohamadi khali kare khali kare bi naziri astesh va waqaf at eftikar bokan chimar abi tuidi tuye Iran dari." Ama اگر بخوایم برای آینده تیم ملی بخوایم بهش نگاه بکنیم و اینکه ما باید بازیکنان جوانمون رو بیشتر به بازی بیاریم و بتونیم عادتشون بدیم که برای تیم ملی بازی میکنن و بتونیم به یه سیستمی بریم که تیم ملی میتونه روش تکیه بکنه تو بازیهاش آدلی گفتش که شاید یک مربی هلندی چون که خب بازی هلند فوتبال هلند همیشه به بازیکنان جوانش خیلی معروفه شاید یک مربی هلندی بتونه فوتبال ایران رو خیلی کمک بکنه و یک مربی هلندی میتونه اون تایمی که باید برای بازیکنان جوان بذاره که بتونه فوتبال ایران رو به لیول های بالاتر ببره یک مربی هلندی خیلی خوب میتونه باشه برای well basically that's the translation and if you want also my own opinion as i totally agree with Adele. Uh, I think a Dutch coach would be the most, uh, yeah, most yeah, beneficial for the team Emeli. But on the other hand, we have to also be clear on the fact that for Iran, it is really difficult to get a Dutch coach uh, because of the sanctions and because of the fact that 
there is no possibility for investing in friendlies. There is also no possibility, there is also no money for investing in the facilities and also in youth games. Uh, they basically have no money for arranging friendlies. So Iran and Team Mendy are really in a bad position. Uh, and that's not that I want to sugarcoat the fact that we lost from Iran, uh, from Iraq. Um, but we have to, we have to, yeah, we, yeah, we have to be honest. We, yeah, with ourselves at first, uh, that Team Mendy is in a really bad position. Uh, but I agree with Adele. A Dutch coach would be would be fantastic. And, uh, Maybe in a few years, uh, Yahya Gol Mohammadi would be also a good, uh, a good man for Team Mali. But let him do what he's doing now, um, and let him do it good in order to get him some more experience. And uh, maybe yeah, for the future, it will be good man. Who knows? Okay, and also another question from another viewer here. It shows on Facebook, Ain Karam Abu Yusuf. Um, mentioning certain players that did not play, or some, or you know, some that did not get that some that did did not get enough minutes, and for both you guys being in the Netherlands and right next to Belgium, and you know, where was Ali Golizade? Is this question here? And also, what about Kave Rezai? Well, we know Rezai went in for just the last uh, minute, you know, in stoppage time, so he barely got to play anyways. But from your point of view, Adele, I mean. Uh, how ridiculous was it? I mean, that Will Moss did not want to use Ali Golizadeh, currently playing well with Charleroi in the top flight of Belgium, and, you know, Kave Rezaï only getting just a few minutes at the end of the game. I mean, if, from your point of view, I mean, what what is your opinion on how Will Moss did not even want to use Golizadeh and just, you know, only giving Reza, Kave Rezaï a few minutes of, of, game, of gameplay? Honestly, the, the, the only thing I can, I can imagine is... Uh, something being being personal, or the fact that he doesn't like his own league. Uh, because yes, for me it's very surprising in the sense that uh, obviously we with Tifa we we are in the business of, of transferring players from Iran to to Europe. Um, we know how difficult it is. Uh, so for players to be able to play in top leagues in Europe, it means a lot and. And this can be a massive, massive, uh, how do you call it, asset for the Iranian national team. So, honestly, I don't have quite the answer as to why not, why he didn't select. All I can say was just very surprising for me as well. Okay, we are getting closer to wrapping up this edition of Team Melee Talk. But first, Navid, if you can provide some more analysis in Farsi, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Of course, so would our listeners as well. بله آدجان توضیح دادش که خب این بازیکنان جوانی که ما داریم تو بلژیک تو لیگ بلژیک الان بازی میکنن چرا اونا رو مارک فیلموس براشون دقیقه‌ای در نظر نگرفته برای بازی یا حتی از لحظه اول تو بازی خب براشون این جایی تو ترتیب خب نداشتش آدجان گفتش که خب ما شرکت تیفا برای اینکه خب ما کارمون این هستش که بازیکنان رو از ایران خیلی از خیلی از مقامات ترانسفر کنیم به لیگ های اروپا میدونیم که خیلی سخته و اگر بازیکنی داریم که تو لیگ اروپایی داره بازی میکنه مثل لیگ بلژیک واقعا بعد ازش استفاده بکنیم چون که این یک مهره خوبی میتونه باشه برای تیم ملی و حتی برای آینده تیم ملی و اگر بخوایم بهش نگاه بکنیم ما جوابی براش نداریم که چرا مارک ویلما چنچین تصمیمی ها گرفتش و از نظر ما خیلی تصمیم درستی نبود. 
Okay, and we are basically pretty much ready to wrap up this edition of TMLA Talk. Guys, I'd just like to thank you both for coming on the show. Always a pleasure to have you, but we're not just gonna you know, we're not just gonna sign off that quickly. An important question, you know, what do you, what's gonna be your prediction? I know we got a lot of months until March, and those final two qualifiers for this round will be played in June. Remember, in June the games would be against uh, the games in June will be against Bahrain and Iraq, both at Azadi Stadium in March a game against Hong Kong at Azadi Stadium, and then a few days later on the road against Cambodia. So three of the final four qualifiers will be played in Tehran at the Azadi Stadium. And we know right now spirits are not very high after Iran has lost two in a row. And, of course, we've also, we also know that um, Iran is not in very good shape because of outside problems, and it's unfortunate. But I'm going first with you, Adele. You know, what's your prediction? You know, are we going to make it to the final round? Do you have hope? I mean, hope always. And do I think so? Yes, I believe so. Again, I really believe in being persistent. So, obviously, the last two matches have been very bad. Given everything that has been said previously, and, and especially, like, taking the time from now till, let's say, March to prepare... I really believe that we can go all the way. So my message would be for everyone listening and and for all Iranians to stay hopeful, stay behind the team of Mali, and uh, we're definitely going to make it. Excellent. Love your message, Adele. Merci. Khele Mamnoun. And Navid, same question for you. And, you know, once again, Navid, appreciate everything you've been doing today. So same question for you. Will Team Amelie make it to the final round of qualifying? And, of course, right after that, we need to... So basically, we need to hear your answer in two different languages. Here we go. Well, basically, then I will start in English. Uh, will Team Amelie make it? I think they will. And I hope they will. And if you look at the last uh, four matches, they had of us. They had of us um, three of the four matches we're playing at home. So hopefully uh, we, uh, we will be, yeah, we will be ready uh, in March to play those games. And uh, hopefully Wilmot, if he stays and if they don't fire him, manages to find a strategy and manages also to find a way, a way to, yeah, to, to let the youth play. Uh, for example, Ezatolahi, uh, uh, which, uh, yeah, which, yeah, which didn't play. And, and in my opinion, is is one of our best players. Um, so hopefully, uh, Wilmot, uh, he has enough time until March, and hopefully, he manages to find a way, a new strategy, besides playing the long ball. Uh, but uh, it, yeah, I think Team yeah, Emelie will make it. So for all the Iranians over the world, exactly what Adele said. Yeah, stay hopeful, and uh, we will definitely make it for sure. And uh, a translation for what I just said. ما واقعا باور داریم که تیم ملی هنوز میتونه به جام جهانی سعود بکنه اگر بخوایم بهش نگاه بکنیم سه تا از چهار تا بازیایی که خب در آینده تو مارچ 2020 قرار اتفاق بیفته سه تا از این چهار تا بازی رو خب تو ایران انجام میشه و اگر وارد فیلموز بتونه تو این سه تا چهار ماهی که وقت داره بتونه یک استراتژی که پیدا بکنه که بتونه هم تیم مدی رو درست بتونه بذاره بازی بکنه و حتی اینکه از جوانان بیشتری استفاده بکنه مثل سعید عزتالله که این دفعه حتی توی 23 نفری که انتخاب شده بودن برای تیم مدی نبود 
اگر بتونیم بازیکن‌های جوانمون رو بیشتر بهشون تایم بدیم و بیشتر دقیق تو مسابقه ازشون استفاده بکنیم شاید این یک انرژی خوبی بتونه باشه برای تیم ملی که بتونی بازی بهتر و قشنگتری داشته باشیم توی آخرین بازی‌های که برای جام جهانی قرار انجام بدیم Okay, everybody, and that's it for this edition of Team Meli Talk. Really glad that you're able to join us. It was really exciting to be live on Twitter audio, actually Twitter radio and Facebook radio. So, guys, we're about to sign off. Once again, thank you for being on the show. Really do appreciate it. Um, always good to have you. We'll, I'm sure we'll have you back soon. Thank you, Adele and Navid. Anything you'd like to add as we sign off? No, man. Once again, thanks. And uh, to all of you Iranians, let's stay hopeful. And for me, the same. Uh, thank you for having us on the show. I'm really delighted that we have announced our partnership between FIFA and Team MLE Talk. So hopefully we will have more podcasts in the future about Team MLE. And, and thank you also for having us on the podcast. It was really good to talk about about games. That was not so good, but it was good to talk about. Okay, once again, thank you very much, guys. And that's it, everyone, for this edition of TMLA Talk. First, I'd like to thank our listeners for providing their questions. We really do appreciate the support, uh, of course, from our listeners coming from Facebook Radio. Thank you so much. And, of course, appreciate the support from our audience on Twitter Radio as well. And, as always, make sure you're looking for us on social media. You know the handle, at TMLA Talk. You can check out our website as well, www.tmelitalk.com. Make sure you check out our latest YouTube videos. We're also available on Tumblr as well. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for this special edition of TMLA Talk. We'll see you next time. Hey, this is Omi Nazari, and uh, you are listening to TMLA Talk.